You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode, as it relates to the Philippines, I will say that we must reiterate always that we stand with you in defense of international rules and norms as it relates to the South China Sea. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris reaffirms America's commitment to its mutual defense treaty with the Philippines on a historic trip to Palawan. An armed attack on the Philippines' armed forces, public vessels, or aircraft in the South China Sea would invoke U.S. mutual defense commitments. And that is an unwavering commitment that we have to the Philippines. That's Vice President Harris speaking to President Marcos during a bilateral meeting at Malacanang on November 21. She's the latest in a string of top U.S. officials to reaffirm the decades-old mutual defense treaty since Marcos won the presidency. But an analyst says that Harris went even further than the others who came before. Usually in the 1950s, some context, and of course, Philippine Air Force, uh, Philippine Navy. That's De La Salle University international studies expert Renato De Castro on One News as the Chiefs. What, of course, has been including is any attack on the armed forces of the Philippines, which is not, of course, in the original text of the Mutual Defense Treaty. That's a Mutual Defense Treaty, like any attack on Philippine public vessel, air or sea, would be considered as an attack on the United States. Mm-hmm. What has been included was the armed forces of the Philippines. That's right. The U.S. now considers any armed attack on the Philippine military to be covered by the Mutual Defense Treaty. I am here in Palawan to underscore the importance of our partnership in order to create economic opportunities, protect coastal ecosystems, maintain peace and stability, and uphold international rules and norms here in the South China Sea and around the world. To uphold international rules and norms is to support the lives and the livelihoods of people throughout the region. That's Harris on board the Coast Guard's flagship vessel, BRP Teresa Magbanwa. Philippine Coast Guard, you are on the front lines of standing up for the international rules-based order. Each and every day, as you patrol these waters, you uphold 
the rules and norms that are vital to the prosperity of the Filipino people and people around the world. Prior to delivering this speech, she spoke to one of the many coastal communities affected by China's illegal fishing activities in the area. Earlier today, I heard from local officials in Taguras about the generations of families that have fished these waters. The fisheries of Palawan not only provide food for residents, but serve as the economic lifeblood of this island. I met fishers who go out every day and sustainably catch mackerel and tuna. While praising residents for their efforts to empower women and adapt to climate change, she highlighted their continued struggle. The vitality of communities like this is at risk. Communities like this have seen the consequences, and people here know the impacts when foreign vessels enter Philippine waters and illegally deplete the fishing stock, when they harass and intimidate local fishers, when they pollute the ocean and destroy the marine ecosystem. We'll pause here, but when we return, more on what Harris's historic trip to Palawan means. So this is how I see it. To protect the economic vitality of these communities, to protect the ecosystems they rely on, and to protect lives and livelihoods, we must uphold international rules and norms. And that is why our work here is so very important. But there was a maritime incident the day before Vice President Harris came. The AFP accused the Chinese Coast Guard of forcefully taking what appeared to be rocket debris retrieved by our Navy off Pagasa Island. On Tuesday, President Marcos confirmed that the Philippines would be sending a diplomatic note to China over the incident. Yes, I think that that's what we need to do because the Indy report ng Philippine Navy at saka yung report ng China. Because the word forcibly was used in the Navy, in the Philippine Navy report, and that was not the characterization in the uh, Chinese Navy report or the report coming from China. So we have to resolve this issue. I have complete uh, trust in our Navy, and if this is what they say uh, happened, I can only believe that that is what happened. Pagasa, by the way is the largest Philippine-occupied island in the Spratlys and is considered by Manila to be part of Palawan province. China, of course, disagrees. As an ally, the United States stands with the Philippines in the face of intimidation and coercion in the South China Sea. As the United States has long made clear, we support the 2016 ruling of the UN Arbitral Tribunal, which delivered a unanimous and final decision firmly rejecting China's expansive South China Sea maritime claims. The tribunal's decision is legally binding 
and must be respected. That's Harris again, speaking some 500 kilometers away from where the encounter happened. We will continue to rally our allies and partners against unlawful and irresponsible behavior. When the international rules-based order is threatened somewhere, it is threatened everywhere. Vice President Harris, by the way, is now the highest-ranking U.S. official to visit Palawan, which borders the disputed South China Sea. Some pundits say that was more of a message to China than anything else. The United States and the broader international community have a profound stake in the future of this region. America's prosperity relies on the billions of dollars that flow through these waters every day. She ended her speech and her visit with one final assurance. So to all of you here today, I say, the United States-Philippines alliance is strong. We are committed to you. We are committed to your success and to all the lives and livelihoods that rely on your work. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Preska Pistrano. If you liked this episode, don't forget to give us a five-star rating on your podcast app. It really helps get the word out about our show. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening.